Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the Minister of Enjoyment. Hi guys, welcome to Red Van Podcast. My name is Nari Shonubi. Yeah, you already heard that in the intro. Um, today, I'll be talking to a young superstar. He's been on various platforms. First of all, I'd like to say that he, he was on um, he was on Coming to America 2. He's, he had a song there. And then he was on NPR, one of the... One of the five... How many people have been on NPR? How many Nigerian artists? Nigerian, yeah, I, I, um, not a lot. Not, not so many. I think like I, four. I think I'm like the fourth. Oh, oh. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. we've got Alpha P in the building. Alpha P, first of all, I want, to, I want to clear the air. A lot of people, first time, somebody, when I told somebody you were 19, right? They said, no, it's 32. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> I, swear, I swear. No, it's that's, thirty-two. That, that's wild. Yo, now because it was even worse when I came out. Because when I dropped Paloma, I was seventeen. Eh? People didn't believe. I was seventeen. I turned eighteen that year. I turned eighteen. The next was it called? Twenty twenty. Twenty eighteen. Twenty twenty. So I was seventeen in November twenty nineteen. So people were so they're like, nah, it's a lie. They're like, I was I'm like, saying it's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's just like I started very early, so I feel like people, people can't really understand because like most people usually start late so mm. yeah mm. When, you, when you say start started very early um definitely you started somewhere and um for my research i found that you you were in benin you started off at um benin right yeah, yeah uh, so let's let's go back in time you yeah. know um <laughs> what at what age did you start the music oh no, no let's start with family okay let's start with family how many siblings do you have i have four two brothers two sisters i'm the fourth child yeah Mm, the fourth child, the last child. No, no, no fourth. 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 That's second to last. I have a younger sister. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and um, how are they? How are they? They're actually they're actually really good. Like, God's, God's been good. We've been growing as a family, so they're mm. they're pretty good right now. And then your parents, um, pastors. Pastors. Nadi, I'm asking. <laughs> actually, my mom mm-hmm. is like an evangelist. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. She's like a, a minister, basically. She has like stuff she does. For the Lord. <laughs> do you do you think that you would end up for the Lord at some point? I am for the Lord now, forever. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I mean, do you think that you would end up like always, in that path church? Is, like they still is coming pastor growing up. Look at that. I, I I I could actually if I get the call, I can't call myself. If I'm called, like when it's time, when like I'm like older, yeah, mm. for sure, I'll, I'll definitely go into it. But for now, I'll just be doing all the things I can do, mm. try and. You know, be closer to God, mm-hmm. pay my tithes, just like do stuff aligned with the kingdom of God. You know, yeah. till that time. Yeah. So, would you would you call yourself a religious person? Um, Christianity is not a religion, from my understanding. Thank you. This, I'm this, a spiritual this, person. Sorry, this this is the most intelligent reply that I've gotten on this question. Like everybody just says yes. Either they say I'm not, I don't care for religion, <laughs> or <laughs> or they say yes, I'm a religious person. But yeah, this is it's cool that you understand that Christianity yeah, is a, way it's beyond a lifestyle. Mm. It's a lifestyle. Mm. Mm. So I'm um, growing up. Are your parents were your parents strict people? Were they strict? So mm. to, to a certain point, because like in in honesty, I didn't grow up. We didn't grow up in like the best financial um, situation. Mm. But my parents didn't let us know. Was was like when we started growing up, started realizing that we actually went like good good but they were always trying to hide it and try to make sure that we're good like that's hiding i don't like, think hiding I, is the word i don't know because like we asked for things and school fees and everything and, and they, they, they trying to like hustle and pay and sometimes borrow and pay 
and them themselves are getting like they're buying us cartons of milk and they're getting slimmer. Like mm. it was crazy. That's in like like it was just crazy like as i started growing up i started realizing that yo this this is crazy but they weren't really strict but as they were how do i put it now they just wanted to make sure that we're all disciplined that was how that's how i put it i, I didn't really have if i had strict parents i've been going for all night shows at 13 years old well wow. before i think like 12 13 i started going for like late night shows i'll come back the next morning Bro, <laughs> and and very, your parents were they were very supportive. My mom was scared because I was like, ah, my picky, you know. <laughs> but my dad was like, my dad was like, ah, calm down. As long as I'm, I was, I had like a money maintaining them. I had like these two guys called Melvin and Kingsley. Mm. They're like the ones like taking me to like those shows and stuff. So they know that like, okay, I was secured. And those guys were from church, mm. and they were like old guys, were, like twenty nine or something. So like they knew that okay, they could be trusted, mm. and I could. And I've I was a good boy, so <laughs> are you still a good boy? Uh, are you still the good boy Alpha B? Partly. Partly. Okay. Okay. Partly. What's what's the real name? Prince Will Manuel. Okay, and then Alpha what, how did P. you how did you call yeah? P is for Prince Will. So Alpha Alpha means two things in the biblical reference, beginning and the end. Mm. Beginning, which means something new. Mm. Then in the Alpha Pack, which is like in the park and alpha is the leader of the park which is the king of the wolves mm. then that's like the leader mm. so alpha is basically alpha p is basically the leader of a new sound basically you know i want to ask a very this is a very weird question did have have you talked about your name with your mom and your dad like the yes. alpha p the alpha no no yeah have you do you guys no, talk they're, about? they're just like calling me out like i've had this for a while so whenever i discussed it they're just like alpha p they're just like all this We've never actually discussed it. Mm, interesting. So, um, growing up, it wasn't very strict for you, and now, now you're 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 a very popular person, right? And then you have siblings. Is the energy different? Do they do they treat you like the celebrity that you are, or is by <laughs> give you slap? Come on, go and watch the out nah. there, you. <laughs> nah, like um, they've been my cheerleader since day one. So like now, even now, they're even like my. Yes, fans like if i drop anything you're like tell us who tell us who mm-hmm. <laughs> once i drop like this you're posting everywhere i'm making videos everywhere they're like trying to get their friends everybody into it so we we all have mutual respect for ourselves and i feel like we've all grown to a certain level where everybody has respect and it's not like in as much as there's like the celebrity status mm-hmm. these are the people that still treat me like i'm normal Mm. Like they're still like alpha, yeah. It's no worry. Mm-hmm. Like it's still humble you. Like when you start moving funny, but still, it's still that respect because they know that okay, you've grown. Mm. Yeah. So moving from Benin to Lagos, right? And that was at a very young age. You moved. You moved from Benin to Lagos at seventeen. Sixteen. Six. Six. Yeah, I was in hundred level. About to go to two hundred level. When you left Benin <laughs> to Lagos. Benin to Lagos, so like. How did your mom take that? Who are you closer to, your mom or your dad? Both. But my mom, ah, she's a drama queen. She was like, hmm. No. <laughs> she, because like, I wasn't supposed to come and stay fully. I had like holiday and Asuna blessed us with strike. So at that point, <laughs> bro, so at that point I was like, <laughs> don't call me. Jesus Christ. Hey, Jesus. Stop. Check. Yeah, go ahead, don't worry. <laughs> so, um, Asu bless you strike. Yeah, Asu bless you strike. God bless Asu for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if not for Asu, I'm here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I had like three times. So the first week of January, I told myself, I'm not staying here. I'm too comfortable here. I need to go and work. I have ideas. I need to work. Then my mom was skeptical. She was like, ah, hmm, you're going to Lagos. 
<laughs> she was just like motherly stuff. Why like, you scared? She I was mean, like, you man, yourself. Why did you feel like, man, this is a very, this is a very big uh, shot? Um, I've I've been to Lagos like four times before. Then mm-hmm. I came for like some shows. I came for a glow show. Because like, I performed the baby and they liked it and told me to come to Lagos to like the sponsor that to Lagos. Came for a glow show. I came for collaboration in like 2016, 2017, I think. Then I came for, I think I came for one other show. I can't remember that, but I know I've I've come to Lagos three times before that. Mm. So it was like it wasn't too crazy. And I came to stay with like DNA Twins and we've been talking since then. And they've come to Benin before. I've seen them move. Like had like a good rap hall and everything. So going, I wasn't I wasn't scared. I, I was just very eager because I wanted to work. I was just tired of just oh writing God. songs in my room. Oh I wanted God. to go and she I wanted to just work and just grow basically. So I didn't even come to get signed. So that signing there was even like a crazy we're, thing for we're me. Good, we're good to talk about that because <laughs> it's huge, yeah. Bro, but yeah, my mom was she was she was skeptical, but still she she had to support. She knew that was that was what that was the right thing to do. So she supported. But it's normally motherly love yeah. and everything. When last did you talk to her? Last night, I think. Last night or during the day yesterday, I think. Mm, which was um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I did, I did trace live, trace sessions yesterday. Mm. So she watched it on trace and she called me. She was like, ah. What did she say? What did she, she say? Was like so good. That song, so good. This one, that one. She was mm-hmm. like, Ah, your voice have grown. I was like, Ah, yes, mama. <laughs> <laughs> Super cool. Like it's so beautiful to see moms proud. Like that's something that I mean, that's something that I'm, I'm always happy about. I mean, when I started working on the radio first, right? My mom used to listen to me every day. I come home and she would download my show. Like she would tell me everything that I said on the radio. Do you get? Like I, it's, mm-hmm. it's just like a certain joy that they get from that. that you can't get anywhere. Mm-hmm. You can't. Yeah, you you can't, can't buy. Mm-hmm. And then you move to Lagos, right? And say you're staying with DNA Twins. So what's the story from there till you got signed to one of the biggest labels in okay. the world, so. not just Nigeria, and the <laughs> whole world, right? Yeah. So um, I came to work with them because I was like working as a writer at that point, just like working with my guys. So I was like, yeah, opportunity to like be on that because they were signed to like a big label, you know. Then um, throughout the course of that time, I met my manager Jay Breeze. So, through Instagram, one of my freestyles actually, Pray from Wolves and Mustang. Yeah. That was the freestyle that got me signed. <laughs> Nobody knows what that. This is the first time I'm saying that. Thank you for that. You got, you got exclusive, you know. <laughs> Thank you. But then I met him, and one night we were, we were coming from Hard Rock Cafe. I think it was, I've forgotten the show. It was, I think it was a YC show or something. Then we met Bizu. He knew Bizu prior to that time. And we're in the car. We were going, I think he was going to drop us off at the club. And he was like, yeah, please pay, pay me some of your stuff. And before I came to Lagos, I had like 20 demos already mm. because I, I had like an idea of how my sound should be, but it wasn't fully there. So I just went to show producers here. And he was like, ah, play. We literally listened to that 20 in the car. Without, All the 20 songs. Without skipping to the, without skipping to the next song. Like, we're supposed to just listen to like one or two. Then. Like, Bro, we literally packed at the side of the road. And he was like, play another one. Play another one. Play another one. We listened to everything. And he was like, yo, create the WhatsApp group, send me everything. I sent it to him. And I think he sent it to the general manager of Universal at the time. And he was like, yo, this boy is crazy. You guys need to work with this kid. And like two days later, I was in the studio. He just called me randomly like, oh, you have a meeting with Universal tomorrow. I'm like, 
Mm. I didn't even I'm know Universal. Like, I didn't even know Universal had an office in Nigeria. Nigeria. So I thought I was going to see. You thought it was a scam. You, you, I, you I, think no, like, I didn't think it was a scam because I know it was legit. But I just felt like I was going to see one white man in maybe like a lounge or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're just going to chill and just this. Maybe you had one of their people here. Mm-hmm. And I came here. They had like a whole office. I'm seeing Def Jam. I'm like, oh, this is this is this is dope. I never knew you guys had this here. And I got in to listen to my stuff. They. Like fucked to the whole wolf brand idea, and they were like, "Yeah, we would love to work." And you know, from there, we we work. That was it. So I mean, this is how many years you've been doing this? How many years you've been recording music for officially? Officially, I think I recorded my first song when I was like twelve, twelve, thirteen. I can't remember. You know, let me. Let me oh, I know I was pretty young. Yeah. Mm. Let, let Let me explain something to you, right? So I. I I realize that a lot of people in the industry now are pretty young, 18, 19, 21. And I just think to myself that when you get to like 30, when you're like 31, what is this sound going to be like? <laughs> like if we are hearing it now and these songs are, people call them bangers, people call them hits, people are saying this guy is good. Imagine what you'll be doing at 31 if you haven't stopped music do you understand like yeah. what would you be recording at See, that time i think about this sometimes mm. i i started thinking about this in, in 2019 so i listened to my song in 2018 i listened to what i recorded in 2019 and i was like god thank you <laughs> i was like i was like wait, wait 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 so if this happens in the span of one year how would you sound in five years and i was like don't worry. Let's watch and see. Mm-hmm. So like now, in 2021, I listen to something like that in 2019, and I laugh at the vocals, and I'm like, ah, mm-hmm. see how you're sounding then, mm-hmm. so childish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's just like with growth every time you keep evolving. As long as you're constantly working, you're definitely gonna evolve. Mm-hmm. Definitely. What, what what's your what's your favorite record that you ever, that you ever jumped on recently? Like um, yeah. your future or my anyone song? future or you? Mm-hmm. I love all my songs basically, but like. One of my favorite features because I did it with one of my favorite guys was Justin the Justin Bieber's Peaches. Yeah. Definitely that. We're going to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. So now you're on Justin Bieber's song. You have come from beneath. We're doing crazy parts. Yeah. Okay. The reason I started music was because of Justin Bieber. Swear. Bro, I literally came out from school. I was in primary school and I saw Baby playing on TV. Mm. And that time, he was number one on the charts. I mean, Benin, if you are a child singing, you are not on the top 10 or top 20. You are going to be blessed, if you are blessed too much, on a bonus track. Mm. So that guy was number one. And I'm like, how is this kid number one on this chart? I was like, and his voice was sounding so good. In a video, he had, like, sorry to, for being um, worldly, but he had girls. Yeah, cool. <laughs> like, he was so young. Express, yeah. He was so young, and there were total girls playing with him and, like, dancing around. I'm like, ah, me, I'm in school, these girls, they only send me you. <laughs> So like it was just intriguing. I was like, ah, this is this is this is fire. It sounded so good, mm-hmm. and I'm like, this is what I want to be in the future. Because prior to that time, I was always asking school, what do you want to be in the future? All my friends had what they wanted to be doctors, but I never knew engineers and stuff. But I was always like, I'll let you guys know. So as soon as I saw that, mm-hmm. I was like, this is what I want to be in the future. I want I want to I want to be an artist. Then mm-hmm. started writing music. Started trying to write music. Then. You know? And then now you, from looking at him on the television, you guys now have a song it's, together. It's, I know the craziest part. Yeah. It's not just the song. At that point, that was the biggest song in the world. That was the number one yeah. song of the Billboard. So mm-hmm. at that point, they sent it to me. Mm-hmm. So that was crazy. And I never, I knew we were going to work because, like, I, I always believe in like same speaking to existence. And like, I see myself working with like a lot of people that I'll 
I'll work with it eventually. But I didn't know it was going to happen this quick. Mm. So when that happened, I was I was just very happy and like proud of my growth. Definitely. Yeah. Um, definitely, you've had like hiccups on the way. It's not it's not been like the smoothest journey ever. You know, I mean, you're a young person in the industry. Before anybody would even say, okay, let's listen to what he has to say. It might, you know, they might have their 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 ideas, their skepticism, you yeah. know, towards you know you. What what has been the challenges? What challenges have you faced as an artist? You know, trying to push here in Lagos. Um, I faced a couple. I can't name some, but like I've just like it's just like no one stop that people face. It's just like the major problem, the major thing is patience, mm. because like I believe that there, there are always gonna be challenges no matter how big you get. Things will always come up, but as long as that patience is there and that faith is there in your sound and that belief, I I, I always try to not to look at stuff as challenges. Mm. I just look at them as stuff that will definitely go away, no matter how hard it is or how bad it is. Mm. it will always pass so as long as you have patience you have faith you believe in what you're doing and you're working don't even be scared it's just gonna be time so since i've come out officially in 2019 i I faced a couple of stuff but like i've never really considered them as challenges i just consider them as stuff that will pass will definitely pass so Mm. yeah One one of the things that i would say um you know would be a challenge is um so i told you in the car when we're coming i told you i said i randomly bring up your name yeah. in spaces i'm like let's let's even hear what these people have to say and one of the things that somebody said one time was they hear the song and they're like the first of all things another artist yeah i'm sure you know who, yeah. who it is. is that is another artist then they're like oh okay 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 now they can hear the they can hear how distinct your sound is you know from yeah. every other person that there's going to be a comparison to yeah. right how do you handle because i know that people have walked up to you before do, has anybody ever walked up to you to you know compare you to nobody has ever walked up to okay. me but like some OAPs and some people trying to interview me or just trying to like put it up in like conversation and try to like get a reaction from me so how do you and handle always, how do you handle that kind of energy i always fold their hand because i always handle it well what, what do you <laughs> because say like, because like it's very easy to like get comparisons especially when you're from here and you're new and you're young because like it happens with a lot of people because like um even when Wiz came out they're like oh you sound like one day mm-hmm. like when a lot of people come out they're like oh you sound like Wiz. like it's normal as long as you're new when i came out bro they compared me to three people bro if not even more on Twitter, they were like, "Oh, you sound like Malik Berry." Somebody had fire. They were like on Twitter, like seven people, were like, "Oh, you sound like Ward." I'm yes. like, "Where is this coming from?" Because yes. it's new, and because it's normal as a human being, your brain actually has to associate it to something that you are familiar with. Mm. So I was like, "This is okay." Like I don't even care. And after that first two weeks, I didn't get anything anymore. And I was like, "Why are you guys surprised?" I told you guys it's just beginning. Mm-hmm. They were always chatter like because it's new. That's the only way they can be familiar with it and i never really i never really took it anyway i just felt like yeah mm. it, it's always gonna happen mm. but so how how do you how do you um you know regardless of like everything how do you still keep pushing what keeps you going there's those challenges there's the if the song comes out do, do you do you doubt it sometimes do you think that they would that it would not be accepted like the sound would not be accepted regardless my first ep mm. i didn't this first time i'm saying i didn't like paloma 
before we dropped it. Mm. The fact that I didn't put words in the love part bothered me because I'm a writer. Mm. And I some, a lot of times I take my time to write. So at that time, my child was like, you don't need to add any extra. You don't need to talk too much in the song. Or this perima, you don't need to put actual words. Or this man you saying that you said as melodies, leave them. Yeah. I was very bothered by that because I'm someone that likes writing. Like, mm-hmm. I, like before I started Afrobeats, I started Afrobeat official in like 2018. And before I started Afrobeats, Afrobeats, I was into like some deep stuff, like in terms of writing. If you hear some stuff, you won't believe. Mm-hmm. But like, um, so that was the only thing that I was like, are they gonna understand this thing I'm trying to put out? Mm-hmm. Like this, are they ready for this level of sound? Especially with songs like Tonight, songs like Radar. Mm-hmm. I was like, are you sure? But once it dropped, all my doubts were clear. And the time I performed in Abuja for the first time, that was the time I knew that I had nothing to fear. Because mm. that was a land that I've never performed in before. And my first time performing, like, two, three weeks after the release, I had the crowd singing Paloma back to me. Back to you. And yeah. I was like, this is, this is like amazing. confirmation, you know. But I just felt like this, this is amazing. So, yeah. There's, since then, I've not been scared. Mm. I've not been scared. I just tried my best to work harder on the songs I put out. So, when it's coming out, I'm, I know I'm confident because I put in work in there. Mm. Are you happy that you started early? Yeah, mm. I'm very, very happy. Very, very happy because, like, there's a lot of stuff I've learned along the way. I've gotten a lot of rejections, bro. A yeah. lot. Really? Like, in this short, bro, in this, your earliness. So. I can't even. Start. So, how do you handle the rejections? Do you record? Like, do you smoke? Do you. I, how do I you handle drink? I don't smoke. I've never I don't been drink. High, I don't, <laughs> you have never been high in your whole life. Never, bro. So, Why? Bro, um, I don't like the taste of alcohol. Because in my house, alcohol is not, like, a big deal. So, okay. like, during Christmas when I was younger, we could taste it. Like, but oh, I never yeah. liked the taste. Well, Igbo does not smoke. No, Igbo does not have a taste. No, Igbo doesn't have a taste. But Igbo <laughs> smoke around me, it chokes me. Ooh. So, imagine, I'm not even smoking and it chokes me. So, if I'm smoking. Well, you don't know if you're the... <laughs> <laughs> just, This is not me trying to make you do it. I'm just saying, you know. You know. So, how do you handle those rejections? Like, for a young person, I know how you can, um, you know, just caving because i've i faced rejection as well and i know how it affected me mentally right how do you handle rejections as, as an artist it can be very very hard hmm. rejections have been ignored crazy because like before i did like paloma and everything but i used to drop a lot of freestyle a lot of covers you rare bobo all these songs like to come out the price to drop covers these men never reposted me I was like, this is crazy. This, uh, yeah, bro, I did love cover. The only person that ever reposted me on the story was me or Kun. That's how I have respect for him today. Mm. Like, it was the only one. That was the only what, one that made you, me... Do you, think that, do you think that they intentionally ignored you, though? Sorry. I don't know, but it was just crazy because I tagged them a lot. I got a lot of people tagging them. I, I, It was good, like, to me. I felt like this, this, was, this was so good. I did a lot of competitions, bro. There was this competition for... Ah, I've forgotten what it was, but you had to do his song and put it on SoundCloud. I think Oxlade also did that. He got like a third position at that time. That was like 2018, 2017, I think. So I did a lot of stuff and they never recognized. I even did stuff, DJ Exclusive. Mm-hmm. There was one of his songs that he did then, bro, that freestyle till now, I listen to it, it's fire. Mm-hmm. And I never even got a like mm-hmm. or a comment. And then if you get the stuff, it encourages you. Yeah. That's why I see young artists tag me in their stuff. I'm always trying to like. If mm-hmm. I'm if I can't do anything, I'm liking exactly. or I'm reposting or I'm commenting because I know what that stuff does. I know what it does in the mind of someone coming up because like that is that motivates you heavy. So when you put in so much work and you get rejected or you get ignored, it's painful, but 
it always keeps me going. I'm always like, they ignore me now, but you won't ignore me tomorrow. Mm. Like, don't worry. <laughs> I always like talk to myself because I'm, I'm spending like more of my time alone. So I'm always like, the one motivating myself. I'm my own cheerleader. I'm, I'm also my own big, biggest critic. So I'm always like talking to myself and I'm like, don't worry, just keep working. Mm. Keep getting better. If they can, if they're not here, you know, because you need to work more because mm. you need to, you need to, you have to work to the point where they can, you can never be ignored again. So that's what I started doing. I started working, started improving, started wow. growing. Your mind, your mind is very. You you have a very very um open mind first, and then you have a very very knowledgeable mind. Your mind, you do you read books? I don't read books. I used to. I, I was very good at literature in sec- high school. I used to get because in our school we used to get positions and subjects. I used to get like first, second English and literature, but. I I've not read a book since. Well, so how do you since, how do you know all these since. things? Cause no, I, I read as a child. I used to read a lot as a child. Cause like I wrote a lot of my exams. I I jumped a lot of classes. So from the junior work I wrote from GSS two, senior work I wrote from SS two. Oh, yeah, oh. so that's that was why that's why I was able to be in about to go to two hundred levels at sixteen years old. So so I I used to read a lot because I was trying to get into school. Cause my parents are like the reason one of the like one of the ways to like keep supporting is as long as i'm doing well in school mm-hmm. as long as it's not affecting my school and my music then you're like okay you can do what you want to do mm-hmm. so i had to make sure i was always trying to like get stuff in my brain but actually i applied for law i got the cut off my but i didn't get it i didn't get it mm-hmm. so I to, they, they gave me isd as international studies and diplomacy mm-hmm. but i don't really read books i just like say a lot of stuff i watch movies that educate me like big bang theory <laughs> It's covered, but there's still some education needs if you if you if you say so. So let's talk about the music. Let's go deeper into music, right? What kind of sounds you listen to? Because clearly, um, first of all, you're a writer, and I feel like your mind is very precious to you because that's what you used to like produce the sounds that we hear, right? So what kind of songs do you let your mind consume? Do you listen to? Yeah. Uh, um. Almost everything, but not everything. I would say I listen to a lot of. Cause I like listening to different genres, like from reggae to Afrobeats to hip hop to R and B to rock to old guys, Frank Sinatra, Amy. Uh, like a I, lot I, of. I just started listening to Frank Sinatra. Bro, like, last year. I, I listened to him when I was in university, bro. He put me in a different world. Mm. <laughs> so like a lot of people like just like inspire me. People like Billie Eilish. In twenty nineteen, I was close to giving up. In January twenty nineteen, when happened? I came. Because, like, there was a lot going on. I can't really go into it right now, but, like, there was a lot going on. When I listened to Dilly Eilish, and she was my age at that time, and she started winning, and I was like, if she can do it, I can do it. I was, I just started learning a lot of stuff from listening to her. People like Lana Del Rey, like Aurora, Flores Plus Dimension, mm-hmm. like, just some some crazy stuff. I, I listened to almost everything, basically, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. Different journeys, mm. different, different journeys. So let's let's come forward now, Justin Bieber, right? You've you've got that Justin Bieber future, uh, future. You've been on um, NPR. Um, that's Tiny Desk. For those of you who yeah. don't know, that's Tiny Desk. Um, you've been on. <clears throat> you've you've been on. You you were coming to America. You were in track is coming to America. America. Um, how did all of this happen? It got into Universal. It is is uh, there are people that are Universal that don't have this platform as yeah. well, right? Know, yeah, it's three things. Mm. It's God. It's my team. I mean, being prepared. Yeah. Being because, prepared in what way? Because just like coming to America too, they didn't ask for a song. I had a song already. Like we made it prior to the time. Was it for the movie? Did no. You make the song? No. For the, okay. So we made a song because I, I, I got to the second verse of the song. 
where like this sounds like a movie soundtrack and prior to that time prior before we got to the second verse i was in my head this was as i was thinking of i was even thinking i was not even thinking of come to america i was thinking of black panther 2 mm. that's what my head was at can i listen to the it first that vibe actually bro so someone got to the second verse ted makes it was like just say something about king prince hakim it's like just add prince hakim to the to the, to the verse like maybe you could go for something like that too and i was like ah, okay let's just do it let's just. i was just because like it was a very fast session like it played the beat we started going fast so i was like no time to waste time let's just do it let's just finish it then i just told my air and the office came in small so we started to her and i was like i have a song that sounds like a movie soundtrack so if you guys ever get a call about anything about that hit me and randomly she calls me next week and she's like oh the Def Jam team reached out to her asking for songs for Coming to America too. That song you asked, you told me about sending it to me. And I sent it to her. And, and like one day, two days, three days, I was like, ah, maybe they didn't like it. I just forgot about it. And she called me again, you know, like, oh, I'm trying to put it on this, on the paperwork, this, that. I'm like, that's crazy. Because mm. like Coming to America is something that we all watched as a family yeah. growing up. Yeah. So how being did, how, how did your mom feel about that? Well, my family they're excited, definitely. Because yo. we have a family group chat and I just posted it. I was like, yo, coming out on Friday, yo, get ready. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was it was it was crazy. We all it was a it was a it was a good moment, you know. I felt mm. I felt really proud. Mm. Yeah. Mm. What's what's next for the brand as we round up? Because yeah, what's next for the brand? Where's where's Alpha P going? Where are you taking the pack to? To the future, mm. bro. There's a lot coming. There's a lot, like with the sound. The sound has evolved. Like you're hearing more stuff, and you might be excited, but trust me, there's more coming. There's so much coming. Um, definitely, I'm dropping more music, more collaborations, more, just more stuff coming. I, I just wish I could say everything, but I can't. But like, definitely, mm. more stuff are coming for sure. Okay. Okay. It was nice talking to you, Alpha P. Um, but are you open to working with like other? artists what's yeah. the, what's the process like for anybody i mean for people who are listening what's the process like for you to like work with people yeah uh a lot of the time either the label sends it or i connect with you like people psycho psycho ip now mm. i put it on my on my last project and that's my g and his project coming out on the 26th i'm on it you because like you. we have a connection like i have some in common with like a lot of like, young guys too and that's like mutual connection mutual respect mutual love you know that's something that you do by yourself but like sometimes most times if it's not like that then it comes from the label the mm. process yeah. are you willing to try other sounds because now there is your we, we can we can boldly say that you're in the afro r&b you know sound mm-hmm. afro trap sometimes not oh no not trap okay not afro trap not, not okay. afro r&b okay. afro beats afro beats okay so yeah. that's what so, so I, when i do yeah. trap i don't add anything afro to it Okay, so it's I'm just not, trap. It's just trap. When I do trap, it's hip hop. It's trap. Mm. When I make Afro beats, it's Afro beats. Mm. So yeah. So are you open to like testing like other sounds aside like those ones that you've worked on? Yeah, like? definitely. I, ha- I have. So what, what kind of sounds are you exploring? Um, I've done some R and B stuff, like real R and B, not even Afro mix, just like R and B R and B stuff. I've done some. I've done some. I've done some. I've done some weird stuff with my D London. With this some like i'll play i'll play for you after the podcast okay. yeah okay. <laughs> but yeah with this with this some weird stuff it's like it's like pop like pop pop but it's mixed with ah i've forgotten what this stuff is called ah I've forgotten what it's called but like it's it's very different i've never made any stuff like that ever mm. so i'm i'm into i'm always exploring sounds for sure so jazz. definitely i i can see great. you on a jazz song i can hear you on the jazz 
vibe. On yeah. that funk natural vibe. Bro, definitely with time. Like I'm always down. Like I can't wait for like when the time comes for me to start working on an album, bro. I'll go crazy with Speaking that. Speaking of an album, <laughs> have you have you started working on that? Nope. Wow. Why? I'm just working on music right now. I'm just mm-hmm. dropping stuff for the fans and you know dropping those things. But like right now, not album time yet. When it's album time, you'll feel it, you know. Okay, okay. Thank you so much for stopping by for P. It was nice having this conversation with you. When we have this conversation next, will be about the album. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure it'll be about the album. It was nice talking to you, I man. Bless up. Bro.